I'm Sadie. And I'm Zamie. And this is I Ain't Got Time to Read, a podcast for colored folks who have considered doing the readings, but the time in the day wasn't enough. This season, we'll discuss the book, Black Food Matters, Racial Justice in the Wake of Food Justice, edited by Hannah Garth and Ashante M. Reese. Chapter 6, Self-Food Gentrification. Food, racial heritage, tourism, and the redevelopment of black space in Miami. Hardship is new to residents of Miami's historically black community, Overtown. The newest threat the community faces is housing insecurity and community destabilization as new real estate developments and tourism piss the community and its culture to the market. Overtown is going through what this chapter calls a capital-intensive cultural rebrand of the Jerry Makeover, also known as gentrification. However, in an attempt to attract investors and tourists, the area is being positioned as an entertainment hub with a rich cultural history. Although the residents that actively create and maintain the culture of this Miami region are being displaced, Black places are serving as the anchors of racial heritage tourism where culture and ethnicity become spice and seasoning that can liven up the dull dish that is mainstream white culture. Chapter 6, Soul Food Education, Food, Racial Heritage, Tourism, and the Redevelopment of Black Space in Miami. Gentrification is defined as a concept providing care to a urban area. It's shown by what we mean we have Attracting new businesses, typically respecting private habitats, the projects. And so, usually, when we talk about gentrification, it's usually in a racialized context. Mm-hmm. I think, much like um, the question from the semester about white guys and poppers, white, and the overlap between that. For gentrification, is is it permissible just to say race that's gentrifying? Oh, would it still be called gentrification at that point? Yeah, because gentrification. Well, yeah, the technical difference has to do with right, like all social parts, social parts. So I think. Is say for example, a black neighborhood was being destroyed by black people, it would have less negative um, overall sense. Because my personal standpoint, I'm gonna say the black people who are gentrifying the neighborhood, I think would have a lot more respect for the current residents. And would maybe try to mitigate some of that displacement to a higher level. 
compared to if it was a different race of people to find it, but I don't think that intentionality would be the best for them. I think yeah. there would be less intentionality. But it's, it is where they're still displacing. Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to say I'm mm-hmm. I reached in a way that I think I think there was more regards for the current residents, and I think there would be less of a need to push out or embrace the culture that existed before, because there would be overlap, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. understand probably what my, you know, music playing on the weekend or something, like maybe somebody else would want, because they don't understand that, like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm people on my brain. Right. Oh, um, yeah. I, I just think you is. I don't know how much more. This is something. This is like not necessarily fair, but I'm just getting around maybe. Uh, where she, where she brought me? Like, for mm-hmm. class black people who are just very, um, really just passionate. The public mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just think that you know, like would just like to to get social what they consider like look at with nice black culture or low class black people. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm about internalized um mm-hmm. but still very, very nasty. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she doesn't say health for her. No, that's a good point. I just, yeah, I'm operating from the standpoint that everyone's kind of on a similar path of us and learning and getting better, but that's not always the case. I think that's incredibly valid. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, the kind of to this question now is um, shop owners being gentrified. And so the first waves of gentrification would bring more people essentially into that area. No customers, tourists. And so the immediate effects of shop owners is usually a positive. But uh, over the long term it usually results in higher rental prices or taxes. And so, you know, how to have these discussions and when you know an area is being justified, it's got the signs. How do you discuss with business owners who are going to be affected long term, even though they seem so positive in the beginning? How do you discuss with owners? Mm-hmm. Because I think that it's valuable because I think that's typically how the layout that you always know, like say like you cook a frog you don't like have the wire really it means like you put it in the pre-sweet mm-hmm. I think we often have these play out so when we talk to ourselves I think the only thing we can really do is have them start to negotiate earlier their place in your situation 
So, for example, to start to position themselves as a stable in the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. um, so much, uh, like, give so much cultural value or research and things like that to not have them there would be more of a loss. Right. Um, I just don't feel like every time she's going to be there, just make a little more shit who just, you know, are just going to be a little or whatever, and it pays the bills, and it works for me, but I'm okay. That was all the money in my head. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking of as well, and I'm thinking of the, I guess, this is more susceptible to the harmful effects of well, not really sorry, but to the worst um, about of and I think it definitely require a lot of community engagement in saying, you know, this is not sustainable long term, and we want to keep you as a community. And I think it would be beneficial to maybe have, you know, um, like encourage people to stop there more, spend their dollars, or maybe work on some form of community regulation so that's like maybe these are you need to go on a historic list even or like a social list yeah to ensure that they're they get greater protections in the community actually I'm still a fan of the pandemic just a couple of like a lot of objects or in danger of Just, you know, your typical 
big scores. Yeah. I I like when you know different shops like grocery or like small things. I think it's a lot. Even even say something like a or something. I don't like to go in like a small shop. Because you don't want to feel like you're worse than this, and so, but then it also feel like this extra added layer of pressure because you know it's like a small shop. You know what's happening. Yeah. 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 I think I know I had a lot of anxiety about that at first. You just kind of like, you know, buying things for people, and I got to the point where. If I knew I wasn't going to buy something, I would try to engage the shopping and just tell them that I appreciate that they're there. And usually, like, I got really good responses when I was at Oklahoma. So my mom loves to shop. She loves to, like, call me my stores and all stuff. And it's not really my thing. And I also feel like they're not buying things. Um, but I would just talk to them. And usually they're super cool. And they'll, like, give you a business card. Or you can even be like, hey, can I follow you on Instagram? I like your stuff. I didn't see anything. You know, today that I want to purchase, but I'd like to just keep up and see what you're doing. I'm just kind of like offering them as like a, like a non-monetary purchase, but just like, oh, hey, you're so cool. I appreciate you and I want to support you, but you know, maybe not today. I need some. Yeah. And it's been nice. I've gotten good, good, positive, and like experiences from that. Well, sure. People want to yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like good yet. I will say, I'm also like, I would never ever post anything negative about like a black business or um, like a small neighbor's shop or something. Like, even if I get something, oh, really? I do want that. Terrorism I just wouldn't say anything. I'd pretend like I'd never been there before. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually talking because one time, we well, haven't been able to but I was at the beauty supply. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I had a group, but I didn't feel like I'll give them Yeah. 
whether they're aware of it or not aware of it, they, they should be, it should be discussed. It's because you don't want other people to have that negative experience. You're right, you're right. So those are instances where you gotta, like, cannot support you 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Or so, moving into kind of restaurants, um, from that last question, um, one of the quotes from the book is, new spaces of consumption are powerful because they move long-time residents outside their comfort zone, gradually shifting our places that to help their way of life, to life supports for a different cultural community. Um, and this is regards to like new restaurants um, becoming available for current uh, residents and then um, other residents or you know other people from the community, and providing kind of like you know, just different options culturally for people to try out new foods. Um, so for me, I think this is important, and I think more so something I really focused on when I was in Portland. If I ever eat out somewhere, I tried to always find um, food that was like African or Jamaican or something that was, you know, more culturally specific and ones that were actually owned by people um, from that area. You know, I wouldn't and don't enjoy eating out a lot. And so what I do, I try to be very intentional about it. And try to support those businesses compared to just going to a specific standards, you know. Um, so for me, that was something I did intentionally before just eating out. Um, but now it's a little different here because everything seems everything is like culturally oriented here in Germany. Um, and like the local food and German food, so for me that's like a cultural thing that I'm not familiar with. So it's a little bit harder to be intentional here because everything's a little bit different. <laughs> How about you? Okay, that's okay. Um Yeah. I think about so I think it's super interesting to be the word the word um, cultural consumption. What is it? Yeah. New spaces of consumption are powerful. Spaces of consumption. Yeah. Consumption of culture. Um, here, you know, there was a main part of the economy. Mm. And essentially, you know, I live in the and often you're, you are choosing between, um, if you want, ghost food, like tasty food, or a cheap price, gotta go to the small, like, Color local spots. But the thing is, if you're just learning what those are. Right. Because I live so close to like a woman, she thinks that there's a ton of restaurants 
everywhere. And if you want like a good ambiance, it's a good physical experience. You go to these restaurants, but the good costume is not separate. Right. So when I think about spaces of consumption period, I think about first of all, like what has been consumed, what has been extracted from the space to make to make space or something like, you know, these different like restaurants. So something like this or something. Mm-hmm. And then and being intentional about consumption or finding the spot. Yeah. You have to like connection. You know, have access to that world. And then um yeah, no, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, I am more intentional about consumption, but I'm not gonna lie, part of it is um ice cream. Oh yeah. No no, I was just thinking of Hawaii, like the influx of tourism. Like to go to Hawaii is incredibly expensive that means they're gonna be catering to those type of people, but you know. Yeah. I went to a restaurant for Michael's birthday this week. And it was not hiring. It was a more upscale restaurant. And as we had this, you know, basic I got I got here, but it was like a little bit of 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 a Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one. 
Thank you so much for listening. Today's discussion was based on the study guide we created for this podcast. The study guide is free. And if you would like access, the link is included in the show notes. Like, destroy capitalism. <laughs> 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> do your part in destroying the system. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh.